Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When Jordan Love was taken at 26 overall, the Packers took a quarterback from Utah State and not a receiver. From midfield, looking for a shot. Rodgers sending it deep downfield, and Lazard brings it in. It's a first round. Take that. doesn't matter what round I was taking. 48 on the catch for Alan Lazard, the undrafted player. Alan's been such a consistent performer for us, not only in the pass game, but in the run game as well. I mean, he, he's our enforcer. I've said it numerous times. He is a guy that just continues to make plays, and I'm so happy for him because if you go back to last year, you know, the initial 53, he wasn't on it, and he's earned everything that he's gotten. These guys that don't get drafted in the first round are going to have to produce for Aaron Rodgers. You saw the stat again on Sunday night. He had just one touchdown to a first-round pick ever. It was Mercedes Lewis. Threw him another touchdown, so now make that two. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes is throwing touchdowns to first-round picks that are offensive linemen. Mike Clemens joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, covering the team for us, of course. Mike, appreciate your time. How are you, bud? Okay, uh, you know, it's the scoreboard at the end of the day. Not <laughs> You don't get extra points for how high the draft pick was. However, uh, Bill Michaels asked me yesterday, what do you think about tonight, Ravens and, and Chiefs? I, he said he kind of likes the Ravens because it's their home turf. I go, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the National Football League right now. The best. It, and and uh, one guy who had a huge play was Chris Long you know, batting down a, a key pass last night. By the way, you know that fancy place that Bill put us up for the last Super Bowl when we are in Miami? Yeah. Did you, did you see pictures of it, that crazy penthouse and stuff? Yeah, I did. Um, the agent that set us up with that, uh, okay, we got this incredible uh, deal, uh, said, uh, oh, you know, the last guy that uh, rented out this place was last spring uh, uh, from the Chiefs. What's his name, uh, Chris, Chris Long? Like, you're kidding. Oh, nice. Yeah, in the off season, was down there for a couple of months. These places you can rent out there. They get them all over the place. But, um, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has just got this crazy cannon, crazy positive attitude. Andy Reid is watching college. He watches a dozen college games on Mondays in previous seasons just to steal plays from the college level to keep it fresh. And it's stuff that some of his younger players are used to getting into. But Lazard... You know, the undrafted guy who just seems to catch the football, smart, on the same page with Aaron Rodgers, has been since, you know, last year when he stepped into camp. Rodgers trusts him. And then under the spotlight on a Sunday night prime game against a good football team and a coach in Sean Payton, the guy comes through with Devontae, you know, still injured. And and so that's something, you know, that you can say, hey, you know what, uh, let's not worry about wide receiver. Let's worry about some of the other things you got to fix. Well, you know, as, as you go back and you mentioned that game last night, Mike Clemens joining us here. When you're when you're picking these games, whether it's for money or just for fun, 
if you're just picking based on who's home and who's on the road, you gotta you gotta do a little more research on that because the home field advantage is not mattering so much. Case in point, your Green Bay Packers, who go to Minnesota, use the hard count three times effectively, go to New Orleans. We know what primetime games in New Orleans are supposed to be. There's a reason the Packers haven't won there since, what, the Super Bowl, you said? 1997. So there's a reason for that because that crowd is always insane, and you knew they were going to be if they were there this Sunday night again primetime. But Rodgers, on a crucial drive, is using the hard count again. This year sucks. COVID's terrible. The Packers have found a way to exploit it, Aaron Rodgers, at least in their, in their to way. It, to, take, to take lemons and make it to lemonade, man. You know, to use to his advantage. And when you talk about the hard count, Nathaniel Hackett is a very sharp, energetic offensive coordinator working for LaFleur. He goes, when you start talking about the Kings, he goes, honest to God, I don't understand it all. That's between Aaron and those guys over there. I mean, they have the almost separate meeting on the cadence. Um, he says, I'm, I'm there to help Matt get the play in quicker, the different formations. I'm helping these guys get prepared for what they're going to see for defenses. But he said, Aaron's cadence is a whole other world. You know, and the weird stuff that he was yelling, what did he yell the other night? Ninja, ninja. And then uh, K- uh, Kent Murphy, which is like some guy that makes T-shirts or something like that. I thought it was Jim Murphy, which is I know is an author that he reads. You know, he's just he's out there having fun. He's messing with guys with the opponents' heads, and at the same time, he's got these four or five different varieties of the cadence. That's I mean, it's it's he's like a band leader with his offense and using that to his advantage. So you know that drive, like the one you're talking about, where he got him to jump off sides, and then he he tries to throw a ball to Lazard, who ends up draw, uh, drawing the person the pass interference in the end zone. So they move the ball down to the one yard line. To me, Bart, that, that's a, a drive to really look at because that's special. First of all, the Saints are a good football team. They got Drew Brees. They got Malcolm Jenkins. They got you know Cam there on the defensive end, and Sean Payton has been in the league for a reason for 15 years now holding that job down the Saints. And the game is at a, it's now 27-27. They've gotten back in. Or no, I think it was 30-27. But – there's six and a half minutes left in the clock, and when they're going back on the field there, you're saying, like, okay, not only do you need some insurance points here, but you've got to start taking time off the clock. Because if you give the, the ball to Breeze back with, like, four minutes, he will grind it out, and if he goes up by a field goal, then you won't get the ball back and the game will be over. And I thought that that was so brilliant the way that drive not only took four and a half minutes off the clock, but they end up putting a touchdown on the, on the, you know, on the scoreboard. By going to Tanya, they opened it up with that that pass to Jace Sternberger, who had, had those drops the, the week before against the Lions. He's the last guy they expected to open up a drive with, and uh, and I was, you know, we were talking to Aaron Rodgers about drawing the Saints offsides, and and what he was doing was the Saints he could pick up during the game. They thought it's the same old Aaron Rodgers, right? He's going to use all 25 seconds left on the play clock. And we'll just start watching the play clock because when it gets down to three, two, one, that's when we're taking off. Well, Rogers comes to the line and says, "Hey, don't move, okay? We're gonna let them jump off sides. We'll snap and we'll get a free play out of it." And that's exactly what he did. And we asked him how he pulled that off. Yeah, definitely was uh, watching the play clock there. Noticed, uh, you know, there were a couple times earlier where they were really cued into the play clock. At that time, 
you know, felt okay about the call, but kind of wanted to go over and talk to Matt about it. So I was thinking about calling timeout. Uh, they jumped. We protected up pretty good. And Marquez and Shep on the left side, pretty locked down. And so I just kind of threw one up to Allen. Um, and he did a nice job of fighting for it. We had PI there and set us up nice there on the one-yard line. Aaron, I thought that drive, though, the end with the uh, the PI and the touchdown to Tanyan is the fact you're looking at the clock. You got six and a half minutes to go. And you're up by three. And how critical was it for you to be able to knock four and a half minutes off in that drive just to hang out of the football at the same time, move the ball? Yeah, Mike, that's what good teams do. You know, they, they close it out. And our defense gave us a couple of really important stops, and we needed to pay them back right there. I love the call coming out. You know, Matt and I were talking during the TV timeout. He was offering up a couple of plays, and I was with him and Han a little bit about the first call. And I uh, looked over at Tim Boyle on the sidelines, and, and Devontae was standing next to him. And I, I kind of nodded like I wanted that first call. So I give Matt credit for sticking with that. And uh, that throw to Jace, you know, the, the awareness to, to realize the ball is probably coming on a back shoulder there was good. That got us going. And then obviously, you know, the, the offsides and the and the P.I. on the same play was a, a big one for us, um, putting us down there on the one, giving us a chance to go up two scores and really put the game away. Rogers there and, you know, at other times too, pretty complimentary of Matt LaFleur's play calling. And I, I don't know how you can't be. So far, three games into the season, he seems to be pressing all the right buttons, including, Mike, as you mentioned, that final drive. Yeah, and it's not even so much the play calling, it's the timing. It's the, what Rodgers calls the flow. And so you see, this is Matt LaFleur saying, dude, you know, you, let's run the Shanahan offense. Let's run the motion. I need you to be under center more. I need you to do these fakes. I need to, to set up, you know, your pa- your play action, and we need to start taking shorter shorter passes to move the chains, to possess the football, to wear down defenses, and all that. And one of the ways you get Aaron Rodgers to buy in is to say, okay, well, I still want to have the ability to get us in and out of a good play, and if I'm going to do that, you've got to get the damn play to me sooner. You've got to be more decisive, and that's what Lafleur is doing. Lafleur is. Is, is coming back. I mean, he's living up to his end of the bargain. This is what Aaron Rodgers appreciates. Now, in that drive, you know, it's 30-27. You're up by three, but six and a half minutes in the clock, and you are in the Superdome, and that's Drew Brees over there. And when I, So you go and get a 23-yard pickup to Jay Sternberger, who actually hangs out of the football. And then you use Aaron Jones left, Aaron Jones right. And to me, it looked like the four-minute offense. You know, if typically if you're up by two two scores, and you're at that point in the game, you use what they call the four-minute offense where you're, you're just trying to get first downs, just trying to get first downs um, and, and possess, but you're basically playing keep away um, to, from your opponent so they can't get the ball back and go, do an onside kick and, and all that kind of stuff. So they get down, and then they get the P.I., and then they throw the touchdown to Robert Tanyan. Just a brilliant – they take four and a half minutes off the clock, and now they're up uh, 37-27. So I asked Lafleur. I thought, thought this was interesting. I said, I know you're trying to get the points on the board, but are you trying to clock the game at the same time? Yeah, that's never the mindset, Mike. It's it's always about scoring. And, um, you know, we, we, we were going to be aggressive. Certainly when given the opportunity, when we're in position, I thought Aaron did a great job of managing the clock. I thought our guys, you know, did a great job. Um, in that regard, but you know, the mindset is to score to make it a two possession game, however long that takes. 
yeah, if, if we can eat up the majority of the clock, that's great. But if not, we're going to have to go out there and, and play defense and, and expect to get, you know, a stop. So the Packers win. Everything's good. That's it. Oh, wait a minute. The defense oh, has some <laughs> problems with the tackling, Mike. I counted uh, six. He counted five. But on that little dump off to Alvin Kamara on the left-hand side, where he, to me it looked like he walked 52 yards for a touchdown, and everybody is flailing left and right, including Darnell Savage there at the very end at the goal line. It was just it was horrible. And one of the guys, Bill Huber, asked LaFleur after he'd gone over the tape, uh, everybody gone over the tape, and said, Coach, you know, I mean, you, know, you lost Christian Kirksey, shoulder injury. He probably won't play next Monday night against the Falcons. You know, we'll learn more today. They're going to have some testing. Uh, you saw Jonathan Garvin out there, rookie, seventh-round pick. It's like, wait, wait a minute, where's, where's Rashawn Gary? And then you look up that he'd left a series or two before with some sort of an ankle injury. Don't know what the status is of that. And you got Ty Summers out there with the radio helmet calling the defenses. But, you know, it's a good Saints team, but you're seeing some missed tackles. So it's still... You know, Green Bay's still in their preseason when it comes to being physical and making tackles. And so one of the guys said to Battle of Fleur, so we counted, you know, 10 missed tackles in the game. Is that what you guys had when you graded out the tape? Oh, we had more than that. We had 13 um, at a minimum. There were a couple others where, you know, they, they don't get credited for missed tackles, but we had some guys that took some bad angles that weren't in position to make a tackle. So... Uh, th- there were definitely some concerns there, no doubt about it. I-, I think we, on Kamara's long touchdown, we had five missed tackles alone on one play. So, you know, he's a great back. I think he he was the majority of, of the missed tackles were attributed to him making us miss. I think he's a great player, but ultimately it doesn't matter. You got to you gotta find a way to get that guy on the ground and uh, certainly we're, we'll address different ways we feel like we can improve in that area and it starts it starts with our drill work and and we have to carry that over to the team you know the team periods of practice and then that's got to transition to to game day mikey appreciate you we will talk again on thursday thanks bart mike clemens joining us on the great midwest bank hotline as your passion outgrown your home a great midwest bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves visit greatmidwestbank.com today simply local lending This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.